0: Hello, beautiful human. Thanks for tuning in into another episode of Ask All From Yourself. I hope what I created brings awakening, light, and positive energy to your space. Let it inspire you to fiercely express yourself in your own way, see and enjoy the beauty in all, and to feel the magic that surrounds you. to another episode of Ask All From Yourself. Today we have the honor of having a wonderful boss babe entrepreneur, Nastasia Rose, founder of Vive, the creator and master coach of award-winning platform Rock the Detox.
1: which she came up with the idea at the age of 14. Uh, Her business came about back in 2010 and ever since she has been blooming. Uh, She's advocating mental health and coaching entrepreneurs, not only with uh, bettering their income but also their mental health.
0: Honored to call her my friend. Here's Nati.
2: Thank you, my love. I'm how you doing? T- I'm good. How, are you?
1: how uh, are you? I'm doing better now. I just got my wisdom teeth <laughs> moved like a week ago. But uh, I'm feeling better now. Not as swollen. I could actually eat food. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I was just
0: talking about how um, I have to get mine and uh-huh. uh, I'm kind of scared because. I don't know. He he looked like
1: he was in pain. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was uh, like really swollen. When I didn't have the gauze in my mouth, it, I still looked like I had gauze in my mouth. <laughs> so, um, yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, I was just very concerned of how I'm going to eat my platanos. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, if it's soft food, go for it. But if not, I don't, don't even try it. it. So, you yeah, can't, can't, can't
0: get that platano those days? I don't know. Depends oh, what Mike. I can show you her that. <laughs> So, today um, we have a couple of questions we would like to ask you to get to know you and what you do a little bit more better. Mm. Yes. So, one thing I need to um, ask what define VIVE?
2: Yes, so VIVE is an acronym. Mm-hmm. Which stands for a vision to inspire the best version of energy. I love that. Yeah, it's it's a good one. <laughs> took, <laughs> yeah. took almost ten years to come up <laughs> with, but we got here. <laughs> you know, but um, it's it's a really great movement within the brand where basically we help creators be great and successful in all the ways—financial, emotional, spiritual um both personal and professional while keeping their energy and mental health first you know sometimes we grind we hustle we do all these things and we realize we're supposed to do it the opposite we're supposed to do it while we care for ourselves first because that's the only way we can serve others the best
0: so yes
1: that's how we burn out and then we just are like in a mental block and just stop with everything
0: absolutely you think that helps also with expectations like therefore you know how you go expecting this outcome You know, for those people who are like, I want to blow my business and it has to go this way. And then they fall into mental problems because it doesn't go the way they thought they would be.
2: Oh, yes. Because they got too attached. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be attached. You have to be completely unattached from the outcome. The vision is only so that you know what you're doing it's not necessarily like yes we can hold on to it Mm -hmm. but only to an extent because you're not god and god is god so you know Mm -hmm. at the end of the day god is god universe is universe they're the bigger source not you you're simply the vessel so the vision comes to you from a higher power and it's up to you to execute it and you have to allow space for something someone greater than you to take over so when someone comes in like that like this has to get done it has to be like this like you know, it, it's more than just it's too masculine. It's it's more of the matters of you're holding on too much. Why are you holding on? No. You yeah. know, what is it that's deeper?
1: The core. Mm-hmm. Gotta that's... remember, you can only control your emotions and how you react to things. Yes. Yeah. After that... The outcome so, will be completely different. Whatever it goes.
0: Yeah. And you had?
1: Um, all right. So... Uh, what excites you about your business? Is there something in the near future, long term, that you're looking forward to with your business?
2: Yes. So I really love the impact that we're making right now. I really love the way that we're transforming lives when it comes to better mental health, better energy, having people be in more awareness with this. Like it just it really matters to me because right. we don't put this into consideration. And I mm-hmm. feel like with the pandemic coming, we had no other choice.
1: Yeah. And
2: it was either we pivot or plummet, you know, so. Um. What I'm really excited about is the impact. We have a lot of projects that are Mm -hmm. coming to support the impact, but at the end of the day, it's how we're helping creators think, how we're helping people think. Yeah. You know, to be a little more kind, to be with a little less anger. Use the anger when you're supposed to, when it comes in a positive benefit, Mm -hmm. but be cautious of when it takes you the other way. You know, these are the things that we help our creators think of, and it helps them do good business faster it's yeah,
0: amazing. Yeah, I
1: just heard something where it said um uh let anger motivate you to better yourself not just get angry and just lash out but actually use it to improve yourself and whatever you want to achieve and I took that like oh wow that's I didn't I didn't look at it like that so let me actually use that for myself as well. Yeah. And I like that. That's so
2: exactly you, the good version of sorry that's the exact good version of anger that we teach so good yeah. 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 So that's yeah. I was going to say yeah, you help the um these individuals channel
0: their angle their anger into the right way.
2: Yeah, using it as fuel as opposed to using it as a way to be revengeful or attacking someone else. Yeah. yeah.
0: Isn't isn't that what we do? We get angry. Yeah. We act up on that. And sometimes it's not even what we really want to say. They're not even what we really want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens in our businesses, couples, it, it happens yeah. even the, to ourselves. Don't yeah. we get angry when we don't we don't get the outcome way. that we want right. and we blame ourselves, and it's just hard. Yeah. So getting the tool to understanding that it's just an emotion and channeling into where it should be, and, okay, you want to be angry? Let's be anger. Let's use this anger to better ourselves in this way instead of just act up on it. It's a very good tool. No. So I'm, I'm excited that you yeah. you know are able to do that and help other people. That's crazy. That's yes. good. Yeah, because yeah.
1: you don't really see that out there like that. It's, it's mostly just about money, 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 money. Yeah. You mm-hmm. Rarely see anyone actually hey no there's you gotta worry about your mental health your emotion because at the end of the day if you're not right nothing else will be right and you're just gonna bring everyone and everything down with you
0: i feel like that's also the reason why a lot of the people who have succeed and come to like the top of where they thought they would be and they realize it's not what they thought it would be Mm -hmm. because they had this expectation they went from this Oh, when I get there, I'm gonna be f- happy. Oh, when I'm there, this is when everything is really gonna start working for me. And they completely forgot that that is not that is not true, right? It's in the process. It's, it's in the journey. How you look. It's the, journey. So it's the yeah. journey. It's how you look at this, um, you know, goal that you achieve. It's how you let it come and teach you. Yeah. I feel like after I got, I like conquer a goal. I'm not there just to say, okay, check off. and more like, all right, I did it. What did it, you know, what, what was the lesson? How can I use this mm-hmm. in my everyday life? Yeah, what was the right. lesson? Is it worth me keep going forward, improve it? Or was it just something that I needed to get here and say, eh, okay. Nah. Got it. Not for me. Move on. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, nah. nah, I like that.
0: So, um, how do you manage? Because I know you. Like I said, she's also a friend of mine. And I don't understand how you manage... Doing your business, being a mom, a wife, and keeping
2: a mental
0: health stability—like, how do you, how do you do that?
2: Yeah, so that took time. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely took time. <clears throat> um, honestly, the the isolation really helped me. So because, 2020. Yes, that um, <laughs> right before the pandemic, I really questioned how powerful my mind was because I literally said, "I need a break." Right before the pandemic hit. Right before March. Like, I'm not kidding. Right before March, I said, I need a break. I need separation. And then... It hit. That happened. <laughs> I was just like, I said, I remember too, when like the Don't big blame news, her. It wasn't her. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. my fault. <laughs> not my fault. Don't come for me. <laughs> Don't come for me. Um, honestly, it was just, when it hit, I remember sitting there, I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I really just, I said, okay, so what, a, what am I going to do? You know, yeah. what, what are we going to do? How are we going to make this work? And yeah. what I did was I just... Um, I, I really chose to say, I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm going to take advantage of this time, whatever this is, how long it is. And I'm going to choose to be different. That's it. You know, I, um, I was really wanting that break. So the isolation has helped for the piece, um, to be able to know my time blocks. So to like, people operate different with time management, you mm-hmm. know, like for me, it's It took me almost the whole two years of the pandemic. Actually, no, in Butte, it really took me the whole two years of the pandemic. (laughs) It really took me the whole two years to really get it together when it comes to how to do that piece. So the mornings, I have to care for myself, whether it's getting on that Nordic track treadmill, whether it's, you know, just journaling, meditating, having a cup of coffee and looking outside at that snow in the backyard, like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. Um, or the spring when it's nice, you know, like... I need that morning, you know? And then also making sure my son is good. That's priority for me more than anything. Mm -hmm. If my son is good and I don't know the answer to that, I can't work. So, you know, making sure he's good. I take him to school. I pick him up in the middle of the afternoon and take him to his academy. You know, I'm there when I don't travel. So, you know, that matters to me. And just really checking in on the people I live with. You know, really Mm -hmm. checking in and making sure that they're good. Because as much as I would love to say, yes, it's about you, put yourself first. It's also about how your self-care is impacting other people when you live that close in the house. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's great. Put yourself first for a little bit, but then check in and be like, How are you? you know. Of course. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm very impactful on those two things as I ensure that everybody in the house is okay, I can work with with a clear head. Yeah.
3: Nice. So
0: you
2: recreated this
0: routine that worked for you and for, you know, your significant people who are with you. And that gave you like a little mold. That help you, you know, go through your days and say, "All right, I think that this works best for me." Waking up in the morning and actually doing things for myself in the morning before I even go and take care of anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. A, checklist. A checklist. A checklist. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like that works for me too. I have uh, my my d- sh- my shifts change, and in the beginning, I was like, "I hate doing the second shift," and then I became to love it where. I get the whole morning for myself. Mm-hmm. I get to start the day doing something that I really love. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once I got into that routine, where like I can do yoga, I can work out, I can just sit down and have a tea. My favorite meal of the day is always breakfast. Mm-hmm. So a, being able to enjoy a full breakfast, Pinterest-looking thing, snapping yeah. a picture and say, <laughs> I'm winning, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that right there. And then go ahead and kill myself in my, in my you know shift. It didn't matter because at least... I begin the day with me and, right. you know, making sure my kids had their breakfast or having, you know, anything ready that they need to, they continue their day. So it was, it was definitely a game changer. Once right. I started realizing that it's actually not that bad mm. for those who don't have the opportunity to like say, okay, I have time for myself in the morning. Try to get that 30 minutes, 20 minute in before you're you you're have to do, like, I have to go to work. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Do something that actually... Will, you will want to do, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah if you got to wake up earlier than the rest of the house, then get it done. You yeah. Know?
0: Even if it's like those twenty minutes, sit down in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if you, if and to sit down and take a shit and be like oh, I'm <laughs> go there
2: and meditate here. Yeah. yeah, it happens. You know, it's you know, you got you got Vic with his sports in there, like crazy, and just chilling and relaxing. You know, back in the days, you think about it, that is the time
0: that guys had that little. uh, you know, what is it? For Moment for themselves. You know how we used to put magazines yeah. and um periodicos, the newspapers, right? Mm-hmm. Next yeah. to the toilet paper, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. Next to the yeah. toilet. Right there. In the right there that yeah. was I the need thing. to set that up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta set that up for him. For <laughs> do something with it? puzzles. People do puzzles. Yeah, crossword It was crossboards, yeah. right? Listen, yeah. I remember my dad and when he was in the toilet, you had to go make an appointment <laughs> to talk to him. Cause he, you had to be like, uh are you done anytime soon? He's like, I'm in, I'm in page three. It's like <laughs> your, your legs are getting numb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. But you know what? That was his Better mental moment. moment where break, where they're like, I have nothing, there's nothing else that I gotta be doing but sitting my ass here and taking a shit, right? <laughs> yeah. and even if I only had a piss and two mojones to push, <laughs> I'm gonna sit here until I'm mentally ready to go out there. <laughs>
1: yeah no it's true yeah. <laughs> my
0: brother likes to be on social media when he's taking a shit so whenever you see him liking a picture <laughs> or posting that's where he is okay
3: yeah. <laughs> <Make us real>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he actually gets, he, he expressed how he gets anxiety when he's on the toilet yeah. and he doesn't have a cell phone hmm. i understand because i do like to sit well myself i don't i don't mind that but sitting there and just Doing nothing, you kind of get you know that you know, you're like, Okay, you got how so many tiles I have down something. there? Oh look, yeah. there's a crack. I didn't know that crack was there. <laughs> yeah. But you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's because back then we didn't have social media, but we definitely had an entertainment little area yeah. in the toilet. Seriously. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then for some people too, if they can't do it in the morning, a nighttime's not that bad too. Like, i I'm really looking forward to also having a morning and an evening routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the evening, I would love to do more of, like, the skincare stuff, you know, where I'm, like, really, you know, in the nano-steamer, and I'm really with my ginger oil, and, you know, I'm really... Just doing that maneuvering, you know, at night, it's tough to do right now because in my final months of classes before I finally graduate. But after that, that's the evening routine. Being with the family, that's evening, you know, yeah. we'll pop up a movie, you know, relax. And that's it. Isaiah has his, his family time before he goes to sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's also like, you know, how to enjoy with yourself and how to enjoy with others. You yeah. know, that way you feel complete in a way.
0: Closing yeah. your day, right? Mm-hmm. How yeah. do you want your day
1: to, to, start cl- to start and, and, and how do you want it to, to finish? finish. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I like to say a thank you, and just say you know what I got through the day. It was good. Whatever happened happened. Whatever was accomplished was accomplished. And being able to ground yourself and say I did it, and that's what that's all that's all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that is all for today. Yeah. yeah. Sit my ass in the bed and wait for my husband to come. <laughs> oh, that's great And finish it up. And
2: finish <laughs> it up. Yes. Call it. Call it. <laughs> that's great. I love you. <laughs> go ahead, my
0: um, friend.
3: Cheers!
2: Um,
0: cheers, uh, cheers, uh, cheers! Salute! Salute to that. We're, we're Do it for time. all of us,
3: please.
0: Don't mind us while we take a sip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good.
1: Okay. Um, well, that was kind of went into my question. Uh, was that the first time you like realized you had something to deal with your mental health, or is there like a different occasion where it was actually your first? Do you remember the first occasion where you realized, all right, hold on, something isn't right. What is this, and how did you deal with it?
2: I actually love that question um, because. I did notice that there were issues there, but I wasn't really working on it in alignment. You know, there's a difference when you wake up and you realize that you have a problem with certain things. Right. And then it's when you actually get to work on it in alignment, right? So, for example, right before the pandemic hit, I was doing really good with a membership that we're getting ready to relaunch now.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Um, we were rising up to 2,000 members. All of them were paying anywhere from 99 to $199 a month. You do the math. You yeah. know wow. what I mean? Like, yeah. real quick. But... Yeah you know, we could have easily scaled up to 200 K months and kept scaling and we would have been good. But, um, I hit a traumatic situation in, in my personal life. And then I was sexually assaulted literally back to back. And that was when I was like, I have to, I got to figure this out. I got to figure out how to am this. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit and I was sexually assaulted in the beginning of the pandemic. So Mm. I had to, that's even worse I feel because it's not even yeah. like there's any other distractions like there's no people to see there's no yep. yeah. anything like that you're isolated already you're in masks like yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's it's a whole different trip when you go to the police for that report so it was just there was a lot going on and I was just like, I I really have to figure out how I'm attracting this because it doesn't make sense how I run a company to help people be better in their energy and mental health and this is what's happening in my personal life. So I'm just, I'm big on that. There's companies that they, you know, their personal life is their personal life, their business is their business. Because we're an alternative mental health practice for creators and creative professionals, I can't fake my life. I can't, I can't like, it better match. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I shut the whole thing down. I didn't care how much money it was making. I shut the whole thing down, moved out of my brick and mortar for safety, and I did some crazy inner healing. I visited an Ayurvedic practitioner. I started couples therapy, individuals therapy. Um, the breakthrough of telling Vic when I was sexually assaulted, that was a wake-up call for both of us. There was... Because it basically happened under his watch, right? Like, how did that happen under yeah. his watch? So it's just... There were so many different angles to cover, um, but once I saw that it got that bad, I was like, "This isn't happening again." I've been sexually assaulted every ten years since I was four. What? So yeah. it was. It, it started with a, a, you know, someone within the family when I was four years old. I was molested. Then ten years later, I was raped and lost my virginity not by choice. And then ten years after that, date raped. You know what I mean? Like it was just. It kept. Spiraling, so I had to really check my boundaries, and I had to really ask myself, "How am I?" It's not that it's our fault, no, no, you know, it's it's definitely not our fault, but it's there's something happening there within the energy, and you got to clean it up. You know what I mean? So we we can't be in denial of our bullshit anymore. We have to really sit with it. Also, too, I had a really bad drinking problem years ago. Like the first five years, um, being in the family that I'm in right now, it was it was bad, like. Everybody was concerned and no one was talking, you know. So mm-hmm. I had to really clean myself out. I didn't, I didn't like the woman I was. I wasn't proud of her, you know. It was, it was extremely embarrassing, right. you know, mm-hmm. to to run this company and be who I am behind, behind closed doors. So I had to, I had to do the cleanup. I had to do the real big cleanup, and I didn't want anyone else to have to suffer within the past two years. So I isolated myself. Mm-hmm. That was what I did. I isolated myself. I went traveling. Um, I finally made it to Cancun, but with a spiritual journey. It wasn't necessarily at a party. There's yeah. a whole different, yeah. you know, area in Cancun yeah, yeah. where you can actually go to heal and you go in these ceremonies that help you be better. So I, I did all of this stuff so that I could really find out the root of what I was attracting so that mm-hmm. I would never attract it again. Yeah. And then finally set boundaries where am I being too naive and what am I not doing to check my surroundings and my friends and my environment They're what, this you know yeah. right and what type of friends do I want to have for life and I really spent the past two years thinking that over to where when I finally was going to start seeing people again you being one of the very first you guys being one of the very first that I've seen in Feel two honored. years yeah. you <laughs> know two whole years of course my pleasure it was I set the list you know what I mean yeah. and I'm I'm damn proud of that list you know mm-hmm. we gotta be really selective. selective clean clear and whoever we choose to be around has to support the force that we are becoming yeah, correct i'm very big on that
0: mm-hmm. especially this year they know that um i used to do a lot of the things because of just because we, we i didn't ever question it basically i will do it and not question it why am i really doing this It was more because, oh, she's been friend of mine for blah, blah, blah years and I have to, I have to go over here, but I I didn't want to, (laughs) you know, and then starting to selectively choose who I want near me, what I want my time to be spent in and actually care. Caring for me is a thing that I do, but I was not getting the same care back Mm. and I didn't read that until this past year where I start realizing that you can, you can choose, you you, 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 like you said, you start taking a look into your surrounding and say, what am I, why am I attracting this kind of people? I'm always attracting the same friendship and the same people who are just, did don't feed my, my fire the same way that I would like to be, you know, uh how you say that? Mitch? <laughs> you know, <Imagine. laughs> yes. So once I start, looking more into that i had gained so many great amazing friends people co-workers an environment that has definitely made a change because now i can it's not like i'm like you know i'm not going to talk to you because you don't feed me you know you're not my, yeah. you're not matching my energy no not it's just more like where do i want to um where do i put in energy to what is something that is just there because it's meant to te- te- teach me something or what is there for me to evolve with it so. and how
2: do you feel now after the transformation you amazing with
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. completely
0: amazing um, I feel light yeah. yeah I feel so light I feel I don't do things anymore just because of what they're gonna say or what I have to I this image that I have to portrayed or you know follow i don't do that anymore and it's just it feels great it feels more authentic yes
1: yeah for sure no yeah i did the same thing like i tell you that about last year just learning to say no honestly was like a huge thing Mm -hmm. setting boundaries because if you don't respect your own boundary why would anyone else if you don't even respect you know yeah so that's a huge step that everyone has to do like learn your boundaries and learn how to respect it yourself because that's the main thing. It's You are the only one that can see where you need help in and actually do the work, you know? You can get help, but you have to realize that Start I yourself. actually need mm-hmm. help, you know? Yeah. yeah. What
0: yeah. tools do you use or you can recommend that were key to helping you, like, understand yourself a little bit better? Because I feel like everything that comes after that it's all like uh, what do you call how you say reciprocate you know like once you know yourself and you know who you want what do you want and you know yourself because in order to set bound ba- boundaries you need to know yeah, who you for are sure. right yeah. so how do you get to the point to knowing who you are what kind of tools helped you to say oh wow I never had ever asked that question to myself and I think once I started asking that then I started like changing the way I think about this and that do you know yeah. what
2: the isolation was my most powerful tool, honestly. Like, it's, you know, and I got backlash for it because I just kind of went off the face of the earth and nobody saw me. So it definitely created issues for people that cared, that wanted me around. Mm-hmm. Um, family, you know, it that that was how um, some of the issues had started. But at the end of the day, I really needed that because I felt like I was screaming and nobody was hearing my voice. Yeah. Like, that was how it really started to feel. And it was getting to the point where it was just, it was it was getting dark and I felt like I was spending so much of my time serving other people and I wasn't hearing my own voice. Mm -hmm. So I had to really get in that isolation because I had to get to the point where no other voices were in my head and it was just my own. Mm -hmm. And then I could ask myself again, what do I really want? And that's why I feel like I'm really coming into this power force right now because I took that time and I look back at the past two years and I'm like, damn, like that was real. But- I'm so grateful for oh, that. Oh, you are, yes. Like, yes. I am so grateful for that. And I'm sorry, you told me no problem. <laughs> 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 but I'm so, I'm so grateful okay. for that. Like, I'm so grateful for that because it helped me get clear on what I really need and what I want. And I didn't have to hear anybody's judgment. I didn't have to hear anybody's pain. I was able to just hear myself. And I care for people. I love people. Sometimes mm-hmm. too much. And I really just had to love me because I have a child that needs my love. Correct. So, you know, it's at the end of the day, he's my angel. He's the one that comes first. And if I'm not a good version of me for him, how's he going to grow up? So, you know, it just it really matters to me to be a great mom for him because I know what it's like to struggle when you don't. I don't want to say don't have a great mom. My mom's diagnosed bipolar. So, you know, that's how the company actually started. Because the second she was diagnosed, I started doing research for years and then started the company. But it's that it's it was complicated for her to communicate her love because of her diagnosis. So due to that and still is to this day. But I know that she loves me and I love her right back. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be a great influence for my son. Yeah. You know so that just matters to me at the end of the day like that boy has my heart. I will sacrifice for him till the end of time in in a way in a way that's in alignment that I can be the best version, version for him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's something so 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 important for parents that they realize that a lot of us a lot of parents mostly back then they lose themselves. They get that title and that's like I can only be a mom. Mm. And they completely forget that well if you're only a mom and you're only, you know, concentrating the mom concept, you're going to forget that that's all they're going to know about you. Mm-hmm. They're not, you're not, re- and, but you want them to succeed. You want them to be f- strong. You want them to be all these things that you're not showing. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to be everything you want your your, your kids to be if you're not showing it? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to have a million dollar business, but you can also be a boss. Mm-hmm. you know you can show how to respect people how to act like you have happy life and be happy and take care of yourself and that's all within you so losing yourself in the process of okay i if when on some kid, you know i'm a mom i have to just give my life to it it's kind of like well you're you're forgetting that that's all you're teaching them yeah mm-hmm. and Yes, but that that's not who they're. you want them just to be. You don't want them to live to an expectation where you're just going to be somebody's mom and somebody's wife. And yeah. It's like, that's it? You don't yeah, want them to travel the world? Is, yeah. You don't want them to see what the, what the life is all about? You don't want them to question this? You know, so I want them to like... If you want them to do that, start with you. There's yeah. more than
2: just where we are. Yeah, like the... And the seven-figure business, you know, that's just an after effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not... Before, it used to be the goal, like it used to be like the real passionate goal for me. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I was doing it all wrong. And that's why we were broke for so long before we finally started making money. Mm-hmm. And the breakthrough was that it's not about the number. It's about the impact on your way to that number so that you can make it concrete once yes. you get there. So, you know, my passion as as we scale now to a multiple seven figure business is, that I want to do it in flow. I want to do it with great delegation to my team so that I can actually have fun with my son. I've been traveling with my son. Even though we were in the pandemic, we went to California one time and we spent time with my dad. And now I'm about to graduate in Phoenix with my degree, my bachelor's of science in Education. Thank you. It's finally <laughs> going to happen. And, um, you know, we're going to do a whole family trip, the whole thing. And we're gonna. Rent a gorgeous, you know, either a big house or a mansion in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm gonna walk down that commencement okay. aisle. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, helping him see there's there's more than New Jersey. You know, yeah, there's other for states sure. and countries out there. Like yes. we gotta get our kids to see that. Like let's have them open up. My kid is I know we all brag about our kids, but man, my son, he is drawing Sonic and Shadow and all these crazy (laughs) cool cartoons right now. And I'm just like, wow, you're only six. Like, this is wild. You know, he'll watch a YouTube video and he'll just, like, go away at it. And I'm just so impressed with him. And then technology. He's gifted with engineering. like. He has to see the world with those types of gifts, exactly. And he dances. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> what else
1: yeah.
2: is there? You know, I think that's the best age too. Like they're so creatively
0: and and passionate about, about what they want to do, and they do. They want to eat the whole world, and I. If you nourish that mm-hmm. and you make that like their personal part the personality trait, hopefully, never lose that. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully, they keep that energy going and keep going where like you know in the future they're like i just want to keep
1: exploring yeah
2: yes
0: yeah
1: Yeah, we just have to help them like let them know that we're here to help them out in any way we can because maybe we didn't have that growing up but now we understand we actually needed that help so now let's actually dive deeper into what they're passionate about and not focus about everything you know
0: yeah i love that especially because as we're speaking about mental health Mental health, really, the core of it, it's when we were kids. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Everything we back to when everything we Everything that we do is because we were either taught or saw it somewhere, or just that's how we were brought to oh, be, you yeah. know? So, raised or culture. It's just everything is such, when you your childhood has such an impact, and I did not know that. I didn't, I didn't put that much uh, thought attention, into thought into it until this past year. Mm. That the more I keep reading, the more I keep, you know, um, digging more about mental health, I realize that everything comes back to childhood. Yeah. So it it got, I'm not going to lie, it scared me a little bit. Because being a mom, it scares you. Mm -hmm. Because then you're like, wow, wait. So everything that I do, even though I'm growing still, it's hard. I have a teenager and I feel like, man, I'm fucking up with her so many times. Because (laughs) I'm trying not to be this, you know, typical mom, how I was raised. Because... I, I can do better. I can give this. Not that my mom, you know, did a bad job. It's more like I can grab this and this and mix it up and see what it came about. Do it about. way. Yeah, do it, do it a little bit because I want her to have a more open-minded to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's come to a world where people are making money and, and, and being who they are in the most extravagant way, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't think like that. We thought you had to go to school, get a degree, work. You know, it was just like, and now we have, you know, the pandemic had showed the many ways of the world that, there's you know, yeah, there's so many options out there that I want them. Do you know what? I'm not even going to put any boundaries on you you go ahead and figure it out cuz i don't even know what's gonna what's gonna make you happy in the next 20 years. Mm. We don't ever know. Now kids dancing for TikTok, that's their happy place. You know, yeah. you know if that's what makes you happy, okay? You know. <laughs> I would never thought that in 10 years. Yeah. I don't think my brother would have thought that in 10 years cuz he's he likes to do these TikToks things. Nice. But, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever makes you happy. But you know, that's what i if you didn't have that, if you don't understand it, doesn't mean that it's not available.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's hard to work on your own mental health, grow, and knowing that you're being watched under microscope, even though you don't think by your kids, they're observing everything that you do. Mm-hmm. So I, I that's why I decided to take that super step and say, I need to I need to own myself because all I can give my daughters is my authentic, my, my authentic self.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I love that you said that because, honestly, the quickest step to begin that healing is the acceptance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's okay to be where you are in your mental health journey. Like, it's yeah. okay. It's better that you realize it than just be ignorant of the whole thing altogether. You know, it's the fact that you just accept where you are. Um, that was a really tough thing for me because in my first years of my son's life, I, I really did have a really bad drinking problem. And I didn't know how to tackle it. And it was... <clears throat> it was because it was all my family knew. <laughs> you know, we go to family gatherings, we drink, we fight, and, and we do it again. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, that was the thing. What yeah, time next
0: Saturday? <laughs>
2: yeah, so it was just like like nothing, you know. Yeah. And it was just um, I I had to really switch that up. Obviously, when I had Isaiah, so you know, it it came down to the point where. I had to really spend that time in the pandemic and I worked on everything. I worked on my drinking issues, why the drinking issues were so bad to the point where now it's like, I'm doing it to have a good time. I socialize, I'm with you guys. But, yeah. you know, when I go home, I know the work I got to do. You exactly. know what I mean? So it's just like, I, there's a yes. ba- there's a, not a balance, a harmony with it. And I love the word balance. Now. Yeah, I do. I do love yes. the word balance. The only reason why I switched it from balance to harmony was because I forced the balance so much to realize that sometimes there's no such thing. It really depends on how bad the sacrifice gets or how bad the situation gets in anything you want to harmonize because you want to instead of run away from your trauma embrace it yes instead of running away from the things that bring situations that may not bring you joy you want to embrace how that's happening in the first place so you can learn from it and get lessons from it and be able to move forward and that was when I I switched that up because I used to be obsessed with balance too and then I was like I don't know how I can balance scaling to a seven-figure business while being a mom, while... You know, seeing if I'm gonna walk down the aisle, like that's a lot. To, while finishing school, yeah, it's a lot to handle. While cleaning the house, doing the chores, <laughs> handling the laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Winter is the worst. They wear like five different outfits in the day, and then there's thermals and undershirts. And I'm like, you're on your own. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I was yeah. up till one a.m. last night doing laundry. I was like, you need to help me fold. <laughs> there needs to be something folded when I get back, please. Um, you know, <laughs> that's the thing. You know, it's just there's there's a lot of it. So I switched it to Harmony because I was I was stressing myself out trying to find that balance and I was like I gotta stop being hard on myself yeah like I I gotta stop that like it's I gotta love this life. If if I don't love this yeah. life, why am I living it? Love so that's that's what I that's what I started love to do. Love folding that damn close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Conversations. It's like, it's like, yeah, you know, folding have you never watched
0: um Titanywig uh Marie Condro? I'm I think I'm saying it wrong, but there's a show in Netflix. You know which one, right? It's, it's when you throw it away
2: you say thank you. Marie, Kond- yes. Marie Kondo Yeah, Kondo. Kondo. Kondo, You know, yeah. you
0: know. Yeah. She showed me I hate fucking folding clothes. Excuse my language. <laughs> I can't wash the whole house but please don't make me fold the clothes and putting them away oh my god I even worse <laughs> so for me it's like when she was explaining to you that you gotta talk to your clothes and say thank you yeah. I started doing let me see if that shit works for me because I gotta have some type of harmony like you said with these damn clothes <laughs> and you know slowly I have some bad days some days I'm like I'm sorry ain't happening <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sit there in the dryer, and I'm going to dry you again tomorrow. Because <laughs> I'm not doing that.
2: I love saying thank you when I throw stuff away now because of that. Because I, yes. I was watching her show, and I was like, yep, I got to clean all this up. Because the last house we were in, we were hoarding, like, in the basement, like, wild. And then I didn't want it to be like that, like, when we moved. Yeah. So, you know, every time we throw something away, did you say thank you? Thank you. And yes. even Isaiah does it. So we're, we're big on that in the That's house. Good. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. What's something... <sighs> think
2: about oh yeah, yeah. Ryan, go ahead do it it feels really good
1: I mean I, she says
0: she says she says thank you for serving me right something like that and then anything that you give away that you give to you know I, I do that to my my daughters every year before um the Christmas holidays comes in yeah they're only allowed to have a certain amount of toys I tell mm-hmm. them there's no need for having too much mm-hmm. they don't even play with it so yeah. um you, recycle, you grab whatever you don't no longer serves you or you grew out of it and you give it to those who do, mm-hmm. you know, can't will serve to them. And then that gives space and opens the space for new things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my closet. I do the same thing. I just did it last week. Yeah. yeah. I, I, somebody can say here, we're not going to mention names, <laughs> that I always get a package. But
2: <laughs> that's great. <laughs>
0: but I do. I do donate every year. I love donating. I love, you know. Recycling. Is that the word, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: great. Yeah, Yeah. I just boxed up. I I got rid of a whole bunch of stuff I didn't want to keep anymore and I I gave it away too. And I said, thank you. But it's going to go to. You know care and need because that's the one nonprofit we have actually we give back to Covenant House so when I was abused by my mom I was a resident in their rights of passage program so when I was a teenager and um, that's how I got my first apartment they have this whole cool program where you pay them money every week and when you do the exit interview they give you the money back and you could put it towards your apartment so Uh that was how I got my first apartment at 16 then I started working for corporate for Fox for a few years and then I couldn't keep up because I was in coaching school, trying to finish my accounting degree at the time, trying to have a social life with an apartment in the Bronx. And I was just like, I can't do all this and, and try to start a company. So they they fired me because I was always late. And I took, oh, <laughs> yeah, always late. talk about <laughs> I was always late. And I took out the four oh one K, started five, and 11, 12 years later here we are. Nice.
0: There you go. I always say after it's a rock bottom. There's always a. There's always oh, yeah, that. Sure. That lotus. Yeah, it's
1: like uh, like an arrow, bone arrow. Like you're yep. going all the way to the back, and then at that point, you're just gonna go. Yeah, straight I
2: remember quickly. too when I was gonna get fired. I because I kept getting late that week, and I like, <laughs> no matter what I did, like it just kept happening. <laughs> you know, like no matter what. I even broke night one time drinking with friends. I was like, I can't fall asleep. Don't let me go to sleep. I gotta go to work at eight a.m. And I, I felt like I was on the D train and. All of a sudden, it just... Because, you know, around 8.30, it just pauses because there's so much rush hour traffic going on. So this time, it just stood open for longer than five minutes. And I just looked up. I said, God, if this is the day I get fired... Let it happen. I'm ready. <laughs> I showed up. Sure enough, I was late. They had a box waiting for me at the desk. I was like, all right, thank you. <laughs> I packed back, everything and I left and I said, all right, let's try to figure out how to start this company because i don't got a choice now. So I that was it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> And that pushed you, isn't it? It's is great, though. It's mm-hmm. crazy,
1: right? That, you have to be happens. there. You have to yeah. be there.
0: That's why a lot of people, are, they, when they're scared, like, oh, I want to start a new job because they're scared. Of like hitting rock bottom. Well, you don't know the cap, the cap, capabilities, is that capabilities Capabilities that you have until you're in that situation. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't mind hitting rock bottom in any life. And cause you never know, Mm -hmm. you know, I was also fired and I worked so hard for this guy. I, (laughs) he only, I was the longest, um, I was his medical assistant and he was, I was the longest, it was a year. I was the longest uh, medical assistant he ever had.
1: Right.
0: He would change. I was number 21. Mm. Listen to this. And what? And I, I was the longest he ever had. So I, I took pride on that. And I worked so hard. And it was not even him who fired me. It was this new girl who came in making changes. And she just did not like me. Uh. So she just, you know, grabbed on whatever it is. And she fired me. And I remember calling Mike. And I was, like, crying. And I left in good terms of my one my uh, previous. previous job. So... I call him and like, listen, it didn't work out. (laughs) I (laughs) didn't tell him that I got fired. I was just like, yeah, I don't like it here. (laughs) So I was wondering if I can just go back to you guys. I mean, if you guys want me. Like, sure, sure, sure. You can come on Monday. And I'm just devastated because I spent a whole year giving such a, you know, I'm thinking I'm working for a purpose here. I'm This is a big company. And I was just devastated. How the hell am I going to feed my kids? How am I going to, like, help my, my other half? You know, like, it was just, you know, you know, all those uncertain things.
2: How old were they at the time?
0: Uh, I don't know. This was in 2013, right? It's thir- 13, so, so like something like and that. And yeah. like a couple yeah. of months. A couple of months. So, yeah. anyways, that I go ahead and go to eat with my friend the same day, crying i was like i need you to help me i can't i don't i was just in blue i didn't even know how i got there and sitting down right in front of me is a school a medical career institute i see it there and I'm, you know i'm always every time i come up here i always look at that and i never I, I always wanted to go in right i go in and that day the guy said well we have a program that starts on monday mm. if you go and get me your taxes i'll sign you i rolled you right in i was like and I called my Mike and I was like, should I go Monday, start work or start school? And I made the decision, a blind decision. I had no idea. I had no um, knowledge of ultrasound technology and radiology. I had like, you know, whatever everybody knows, babies and x-rays and bones. That's yeah. all I knew about. So it was just not like, oh, this is what I really wanted to do the rest, you know, my entire life. And I did a <clears> blind decision and said, you know what? Let's just take that jump or leap. A leap of faith and signed up, and it was the best decision I ever made.
2: What got you to fall in love with it?
0: Oh yeah, it uh, got me in fall in love because I like pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I like pictures and being able to. Um, I always like caring and helping people, mm-hmm. but I don't see myself being a nurse because I feel that unfortunately, being a nurse take away a little bit. It does. It's just too much stress. Mm. You fall under so much stress that for me, that life was not going to be worth it. Mm. So how can I care for another people without being too involved? Right. Mm. Right. So this is another way. Nurses and doctors need me to help the person. You suspect this. I will let you know if it's true or not. Mm. So in that little circle, I felt like, you know, part of a branch that I'm not too much, but I'm not too little, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that I can see people insides and be able to tell so much about you because, oh, I know if you drink. <laughs> oh, I know if you <laughs> drink. I, <love> <laughs> I know if you eat good. And I know when you come to me like, I don't, I don't smoke. hmm. That's <laughs> not what your arteries say with this plaque, but okay. <laughs> you know, I can, I can tell so much about you and yeah. it, and the fact that I'm in a, industry that not only helps but you learn so much about life when you are talking to these elderly people and they tell you how the life that they had it i every time i come with a story and, and mike and i just discuss like oh my god today i had a patient who blah 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 blah," and it, it just teaches you so as long as it keeps in involving me and teaching me about life and keeping me motivated i'm all forward
2: i love you so much for sharing that because um You know, yes, we serve creators and entrepreneurs in our business, but I've had clients come in and think that they were meant for the entrepreneur life to go right back to corporate because they realized in the work they did with us how passionate they were about what they did in corporate like it's the intention isn't necessarily to get you to be an entrepreneur is to get you to love your life so the fact that you really can share from that passion i'm like sitting i'm like listening i'm like yeah she really loves her job like that's what we all want to be able to say is i really love my job you know what i mean like that, that joy, that excitement that comes out from it. So it's just, it's so beautiful that you're connected to that because that is the true goal. That's the intention. As yeah. long as you feel that way, you will be happy. Yeah. And that's what we want to give our kids. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I told my husband the first, I came with my first check. I couldn't believe that I got paid for something that I was like, ah, I don't even feel like I'm working. And right. you had fun. Yeah, yeah. Had so much fun. I was like, <laughs> yes. I ain't getting paid for this. Okay, where are we going next? <laughs> That's beautiful.
3: So it's, it was
0: nice. So I know we all got rough time, like pandemic, you know, and, and stuff like that that tests you and, and shows you what you really want to do. But there is, there's where your job, your 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 mental health, that you the work that you've been putting in, Mm-hmm. That's when it shows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't put in, in work in your in your mental state just because you you're thinking, oh, you know, I just want to go with the the mental health. No, it's because when it comes to the day that you get tested, mm-hmm. you know, when when you face something that is going to really. Test you and how strong mentally you are, and how much you know yourself, that's when it's gonna show up.
2: And you could challenge too, like I said, plummet or pivot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like anybody in this world who really chose to pivot in the pandemic, like, they're gonna be unstoppable now through every single recession. Cause Mm -hmm. we would be, I mean, I would love if something like this didn't happen again, but you know, a recession did happen 10 years ago. You know what I mean? I literally started this company in a recession. So, you know, At least you're concrete and prepared in the emergencies if you choose to pivot in this pandemic. So it's like it's we boomed. You know what I I mean? It's it was the complete opposite. But we did put in the aligned work to Mm -hmm. make that happen. I really stopped everything and did the inner healing. And I did the crazy travels when I didn't understand it so that I could really get clear but look at the result. Yeah, exactly. You know, look at the result. That's everything. Yes.
1: It's mm-hmm. the most important thing.
0: Well, yeah. guys, we're coming to an end of this amazing episode. I honestly think we're going to have her again because <laughs> we yes. have another yeah. whole set of like conversations that I would love to have. And it was such a pleasure. I'm, i i didn't even have a clue of everything that you went through and yeah. listening to you. I, I honestly got like chills <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to keep talking. You so <laughs> a little, like, you know, cause it's, it's hard and it's crazy and, and, and you're so strong to even sit in here and talking about it. Cause a lot of people go through this and just, just shut down yeah. and they just blame that and live their life blaming that and, and, and just hide underneath that. And you chose not to do that. It doesn't matter how long it took you the fact that you're standing here today and you chose to say, fuck this, this is not how I want to live my life Mm -hmm. and change it. I mean, it's such an inspiring, inspiring um, story for me, for Brian, for our listeners that I want you definitely... I'm going to leave all her information of what she does, how she does it, like I said in our bio, and we are going to like extremely recommend for you guys to give her a try because I honestly... It's not just the way that she does things; is the way she makes me feel. Right. Like I'm so comfortable talking to you right now. Right. I time my brother sometimes goes like, "Oh, we have 45 minutes," and I'm like, "Damn, really?" I feel like it was just been 15. Yeah, this my elephant,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> in we need a part two and yeah, three. We definitely
0: need it. <laughs> definitely need it. Yeah. So, therefore, you know, so we can um, stretch this in the best way, and people can, because I know that podcasts are the kind of thing you have to have the time. Yeah. That's why I give the opportunity to just make it nice, short, and sweet. And juicy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, you know, it gives you the opportunity to like, all right, this is good. And then we're going to yeah. give you another more uh,
1: good stuff next. And mm-hmm. give a chance to those who are listening. If they have any questions. Like, yes. Please ask us, you know. Uh, we're here to Definitely. help out in any way we can. And
0: yeah. pretty soon we're going to be opening a YouTube channel, guys. So we're going to be recording this because you guys have to see the vibe that we have here. <laughs> yes. Oh, we have food. We have drinks. Tequila. Yes. Uh, Please, I am not a knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah we're open to making as comfortable as possible so anything that we can do and you guys are part of our family like i said you are definitely going to come back and i'm so grateful that you're here and that you you know the, the stretch to come yeah to us.
1: thank you for you know uh, opening up to us and letting us just hear your Story, you know, is inspiring, and this is just the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Oh,
0: so yeah. definitely stay tuned. We'll have her back, and we will uh, get even more personal if we have to. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, mean, I like the juicy things. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> 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 so thank you so much. We will be leaving you with a song who was chosen by Not the End. You know, you know, a little little thing thing, yeah. right? Woo! Thank right. you so much, guys. Peace. Love you.
3: Bye. You. Bye. <laughs> आला oh, आला no. oh, no. Don't be honest, I'm put like this I ain't really nothing like them other bitches I don't be on Twitter, on MS miss, yeah, shit Need attention from no rep to get in position Ain't somebody who can do it like me I know I'm different, you can say I'm unique If you ain't nobody, I can you critique It ain't really criticism, you just hatin' on me I feel like I'm the hardest bitch about my city I don't really see nobody fuckin' with me Can't hit nobody with them pies like me If you know somebody, you gon' have to show me I think I need you, I could do it on my own I could go a whole day without being on my phone I'm fitting with society, I'd rather be alone Nowadays all I see, plastic surgery I don't need to do that to make a nigga want me Got a real old soul, I'm a 90s baby You don't gotta give me shit but some fucking loyalty I'ma be honest, I'ma put it like this I ain't really nothing like them mother bitches I don't be on Twitter on that messy ass shit Need attention from no rap to get in position Ain't somebody who can do it like me. No, I'm different, you can say I'm unique. If you ain't nobody, I can you critique. It ain't really criticism, you just hatin' on me. I feel like I'm the hardest bitch about my city. I don't really see nobody fucking with me. Can't hit nobody with them pies like me. If you know somebody, you gon' have to show me. No, 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 it ain't easy.